Hey y'all, it's your host, Cactus Soul, and get ready, you're tuned into the Spiral of Desire podcast, where we're going to talk about all the elephants in the room, because it's time to unmask, reveal, heal, and evolve. This is the Spiral of Desire podcast. I I am the master master of mastering my own beauty. beauty. A journey carved out for me. A path on which he gave me grace every day. So I can finally comfortably breathe in my own spaces. Page 9. Silent Grace. It isn't time I had to choose not to share your light, the act of God that wasn't truly mine, that God allowed. I still cry at times. I think about my selfish choice, and your cry, your smile, I'll never know. But it just wasn't time. I couldn't let you see the light. I selfishly chose to follow my own, a path I hadn't even designed or even thought of fully on that day. We chose for you not to be here and not to stay. I thought about the disappointment of those baby hues of pink and blue. Perhaps you would have saved me from the pain I harbor within. Perhaps you would have been the light we all needed in this life, but we allowed our imagined lives to block out what could have been yours and what was your life and light. This isn't a poem of regret, but one of solid yet twisted, grateful remorse. I lived in a world I chose, where your tiny fingers could have changed the entire course. I know, had I held your sweetly In my arms, I wouldn't be sitting on this couch, staring at my sons, or own the car that I would, or know the songs that I've sung, and my beautifully written poems would have never even seen the sun. I haven't lacked one bit because of you. I'm not sure if it's because you didn't come, but if it is, I truly thank you. And perhaps you sacrificed your life for mine, well you did. I know my sons would have never been here had you not gone back into the light and told God that's not my time, I can't live with them. I sometimes cry knowing you would have been turning nine. Were you a girl or a boy? Were your eyes like mine? Were you tall or short? Was your heart huge and kind? Your baby brothers would have loved you, but they would not even exist if it weren't for you. But you can only meet them in another lifetime, and I'm sorry for that. But I thank you for their life and the blessing that is mine. I sometimes wish I didn't, but I can't turn back the hands and all the blessings I chose over your time in the light. I'm striving to make the time I took from you worth it. No one knows it, but it's true. I saw your heartbeat. I saw it. It's true. When I see your brothers, I feel so undeserving at times, yet I know I'm worthy when they smile. I remember that day as sitting on the couch. I was on the left and he was on the right, discussing your life. I had a man who loved me so, but we just weren't sure which way our futures would go. 
I wasn't happy about my space. I wasn't sure my journey was going at the right pace. So I traded your shine for the beauty of my time. And so I swallowed that hot coal that snuffed out your life. Please know I have cried a thousand times. I have asked God for his forgiveness and his grace. I know he has because of the lives and blessings that he has given. He has allowed me to flourish and grow in ways that I couldn't have imagined if my tummy would have shown. Thanks for sacrificing your life for a life of my own. I know you watched out and I see us below. You certainly look out for your baby brothers, I know. And the beauty is that because of my choice, that's the only way I'd even know these guys. Life is amazing, it's heartbreaking and crazy, but most of all, beautiful human, thanks for giving me my blessings, my boys, and my shine, by sacrificing your time in this life. The view's better from up there anyway. Tell them all I says, hi. So, um, this is episode three, and, um, this is probably going to be a pretty difficult episode to have conversation about. Some people might be offended, um, but I don't really care. This is my story. And, um, as you guys know, I'm doing this podcast so you can have more of an understanding about my book and what it's about and um how I was affected by certain things in my life um this is episode 3 Silent Grace if you've read Silent Grace um in my book it's the second poem and it talks about abortion Now, just because you're pro-life does not make you pro-abortion. I'll be honest, I don't agree with abortions, but I do agree that a woman's body, it's their decision. You don't believe the government should have anything to do with a woman's body and what they have the right to choose to do with it. I just believe in free will, and I don't believe the government should impede on free will. And the reason I don't is because of the story I'm going to give to you now. I know that abortion's not right. And I know it's not because you're snuffing out the life of an innocent child. And that's just how I feel about it. Now, my opinion is not the end all, but it's my opinion. And like my dad said, opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one. And this is mine. I was, uh, let's see, how old was I? 20 years old. And um, I was getting ready to graduate from Liberty University. And um, this is quite a story. Um, I'm getting ready to graduate and I found out that I was pregnant. And through finding out that I was pregnant, I was terrified. I remember I went and took a pregnancy test, and um, 
the test came back positive. I remember sitting in my bathroom and I had a friend of mine. She was with me. And um, I came out and I was like, I'm positive. It's positive. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, it's going to be fine. At the time, she actually um, had was was married and had a son. Right. She was married and had a son. So she was just telling me, you know, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Everything's okay. You know, but I was thinking of the entire family, friends, um, everyone around me that I felt like I would be disappointing. You know, I had heard the horror stories of my mother being kicked out of her home, with trash bags, and, you know, her family wasn't excited about the fact that she had gotten pregnant at 19. I was 20, you know. I was graduating college. Um, uh, what, a month later? And um, actually, no, I'm sorry. I was gra- I had already graduated college. I didn't know at the time that I was pregnant. I found out about a month later after I graduated from school. And um, I remember gaining weight and, you know, eating, but I I just didn't know, you know, what was really to come. I remember the guy that I was dating at the time. Um, you know, honestly, he was a wonderful guy. Very good guy. Um, and um, this was one of those crossroad moments in your life where you're uncertain about your future, you're your unsure about what you're going to do where you're going to go if the guy you're with is who you're going to marry you're trying to figure out you know your place in the life do you want to travel or are you going to get that new job what are you going to do and um, you know and we truthfully we both made the choice for for us to you know go through with this this wasn't just a one-sided thing I think if you know he would have stepped up and said hey you know no I want to keep the baby it was a decision of you know this is your choice I back your decision you know and I'm with you and you know I don't think it is the best time for us to do this you know and so we both mutually agreed that this was something we're gonna do of course, it, at the end of the day, my, it was my choice, you know. And I, you know, I truly just didn't want to disappoint the people around me. You know, they've invested in your future. They've invested in your life. They have uh, told you which way to go, how to get there. And I was just, I went no you know I don't I'm not gonna go that way I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to go another way and I did now this is the part some people might not like I'm not regretful of my choice remorseful yes is it something that I would take back I don't know and I don't know because I don't believe that mistakes are made in life I believe you just it's a journey you got to make decisions and choices and sometimes they're not always the best and that's not to say that my life could have turned out to be just fine but 
I believe that God allows things to happen so you can learn from whatever it is that's about to come to make you stronger. There's a lesson there. Um, I probably didn't have to take this route. <laughs> I probably could have went on ahead and had the bundle of joy and, you know, and life would have panned out the way that it was supposed to on that path. But it, that's not the path I chose. And I'll tell you, I was... really sad about the direction that my life was going I was really sad about what would happen if you know if I had that baby and um, I saw the heartbeat I remember going to this um, it was like a nurturing home basically for for women and children who you know needed help and um this was a place that they would take, you know, if you wanted your baby to be adopted, they would, or if you needed health care for free, you could go and they would give you a free ultrasound. Their whole point was to try to save you from, you know, making a bad choice. But I saw that heartbeat. I saw that heartbeat on that screen. It's something I'll never forget. And, um, it's just something I'll never forget. And, um, I, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I heard a story. She told me a story about this, uh, this person who, you know, thought they were, they were nervous about having the baby, blah, blah, blah. They were an athlete and they chose to go ahead and have the baby and she's happy, you know? And, um, but I'll be honest, I left that hospital room knowing that I was the decision I was going to make um, I was still a little shaky but I knew and um, it weighed on me heavily you know I kind of after that happened I retreated from a lot of my friends I um, stopped talking to a lot of people I felt really guilty about my choice. I was solid and firm in my choice, but I felt guilty. One, I felt like I was going to be the girl that let everybody down. You know, Gabby had a baby early. Oh my God, you know, the talk. But I also, um, I just didn't want to bring that shame to them. You know? For one, I went to a Christian university. That was taboo. It's not something you did. Um, it's just not something you did. Um, I also wanted to be in control of the direction my life went. You know? And so, I remember... I remember going to the Planned Parenthood place. Um... And driving there, I went to Roanoke, and um, I remember being there, and I remember the doctor telling me everything about it, you know, and she asked me, you know, if this is something that I wanted to do, and I think they realized that, you know, she realized I had support, and that was the, uh, you know, my boyfriend at the time, and we, you know, we both agreed, and I looked at him, and he looked at me and we went with it. And um, 
I don't know, you know, it's something that I think about and, you know, it hurts more because I have kids. Because sometimes, I'll be honest, I don't feel deserving because I go, but what about the one I lost? You know, what about their life mattered just as, that life mattered just as much as the ones that are here? You know, and that's where the the guilt, that's where that comes from. But you know, I wrote the poem, truthfully. I wrote the poem because I want women to know that it's okay, that, you know, the choices you make are those that you make because you just felt you needed to make them. And in that moment, it felt right. And God can forgive that, you know, God can forgive so many things and he does every time and you don't need to hold on to the guilt it's 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 almost laughable to hold on to something that it's it's not right but there's a lot of things that aren't right in this world and i think that we too we put too much pressure on that particular thing because it's um I know it's precious and it's vital and it's important to not just take that particular moment in vain. But I think that it's important for women not to carry that guilt and shame with them because it can stifle you in so many ways and the love and the friendships that you can lose because of your own guilt and shame can just overtake your entire life and you can be swept away. And there's so many things that I stopped doing because I was hurting. So many friends I stopped talking to because I was hurting. So many friendships that I don't have right now because I was hurting then. And because I am a recluse by nature, I just stopped talking to them. And not even just that, I didn't know how to convey my pain and I didn't want to burden them with that and I felt that I would burden them with my shame. I want women to know it's okay that whatever decision you made, it's okay. God will forgive and I know he did because he gave me two beautiful boys to tell me, hey, it's okay. You're alright. I know you did X, Y, and Z, but you're all right. You're good, girl. You're fine, and I got you. And I know why you made the choices you made, and I'm not saying that I like the path that you chose, but I'll be willing to bless the path even though it wasn't necessarily what you should have did. But I can't. You can't erase those things, you know, and I, I think God sees that. He already knows we were going to do the things we did and he made the provisions to heal our hearts in advance. He made the provisions to be there to comfort us, to be able to have us pick the pieces up, to have the children that, you know, are going to come after the storm. I was so blessed that three or four years later, I was pregnant with a healthy baby boy with all his fingers and toes. And not only did I get blessed with one child, he gave me two you know and out of my storm out of that pain out of making that really tough choice you know sitting in that doctor's office and her handing me that pill 
was one of the hardest things I've ever done, to be honest with you. And I'll never forget it because I was on the left side and he was on the right. And I remember asking me, like, are you sure you want to do this? And she had to ask because she needed to make sure that I understood. And it was done with care, you know. She left. She left the room and she allowed me to have that moment. But I remember it being so painful and I think... There's an importance in that, and it's there so that we don't make these decisions in haste. You know, I believe that God would have blessed that situation too. Now that I look back, I, I, you know, remorsefully understand that he would have blessed my situation. But he saw that I made a decision because of the position I was in in my life. You know, and there are certain reasons that God says not to do X, Y, and Z so that you don't have to end up in that painful place. You know, it's as simple as, hey, if you weren't having sex, you wouldn't have ended up having to have an abortion. (laughs) You know, it's why he says, wait till you're married. It's, It's those little things, you know, but I want you to know that God loves you. God is a faithful God, is a forgiving God. He's merciful and he's just. And I know this because I've been so blessed and so fortunate that my life, you know, it's the path I've chosen, but it is the life that I've chosen to live now through his mercy. There's permissive will and then there's uh, permissive will and I can't remember the other one right now and I um perfect will (laughs) are you living in God's permissive will or his perfect will and I think that it's you know I'm living in God's permissive will but I think that he can perfect the permissive road you know I think that God says you know hey here's the bump But that doesn't mean we can't take you on a detour to get you back on the perfect path. And I think that's how we have to start looking at life. It's not this one straight linear thing. It's twisty and it's turny. And I think it's because God is always doing detours. (laughs) He's always like, hey, here's the straight path, but it's not going to go that way. So here's a detour. Here's a way to connect you to get back on the perfect path. And I think we just got to do better about being kind to one another in in our dark moments and not being so judgmental forgiving ourselves and being kinder and gentler with ourselves and with others we must be kinder and gentler to ourselves and with others and i think you know i carry this with me now for um 14 years um well 12 years i'm sorry and it's been something that I'm I'm just now, in the last year, releasing. I didn't even know it was a pain point that was so deep until I started to think about the fact that I, after I had my children, I thought about the fact that I should have a 10-year-old. You know, and that's when it got heavy for me. Okay, 10 years. I apologize. I said 12 and 14. But I realized I should have a 10-year-old, and that's when it got heavy for me that's when it got weighty you know and 
So I just want you to know, you know, God is merciful. God's beautiful. And it is the silent grace. You know, that was a moment that no one even knew about. It's the silent grace that he gives. He was so gracious to forgive me by giving me two kids, even in my silence. And it wasn't until I'm 31 that I write a book about the very thing that hurt me more than anything. You know? And, um, oh, believe me, if he can forgive me, he can forgive you. And he already has. In fact, he already has forgiven us all for everything. That's why he sent his son in the first place. He's already forgiven us, and I think we have to realize that we're the ones that get in our own way sometimes. God is good, and he's gracious, and he's beautiful. This has been the Spiral of Desire podcast, episode three, Silent Grace. Love, light, and blessings. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure y'all follow me on my social media platforms at Cactus Soul on Facebook and at underscore Cactus Soul on Instagram. That's Soul, 5-O-U-L. You can purchase a copy of my book on Amazon or get a signed copy on BigCartel.com. All links are in my social media bios. Thank you, darlings. Love, light, and blessings. This has been the Spiral of Desire podcast. <laughs>